Mark of Athena, Chapter 5, Leo. Leo wished he could invent a time machine. He'd go back two hours and undo what happened. Either that, or he could invent a slap Leo in the face machine to punish himself. Though he doubted it would hurt as badly as Hi, the one Annabeth Ava. was giving I'm him. Me. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. from our beautiful mic quality today. amazing. <laughs> I'm borrowing a mic from uh, my actual podcasting job. And so uh, this episode is going to sound particularly good. <laughs> um, Ava, Neve, how are we? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I no complaints. I'm very busy. Um and really burning out at the end of the semester, but it's okay um, because it is the most wonderful time of the year, and by that I mean Dunkin' Donuts butter pecan season. Slay! <laughs> Best, oh. the most wonderful time of the year. That's what I'm saying. It's so good. I already had a large decaf butter pecan iced coffee this morning. I got up early to get it because um, I had something at 12. That doesn't matter. Um, but... Wow, it just informed the rest of my day. And we have a we have a formal tonight for yes, our we do. student theater organization. And it's Yay. 20s, and I'm excited to stunt. Um, I'm taking my friend out to thrift stores to hopefully find a dress for her after this, and I'm, I'm excited. It'll be a fun, good time. I'm also excited for formal, because I get to wear my formal dress that I wore to my sorority formal last semester, and it's much too expensive and pretty to only wear once. And it doesn't look 20s at all, but I'm just wearing it, and no one can stop me. Um, and otherwise I'm doing good. I, the end of the semester always gets me incredibly introspective and like, there was a moment last night when we were hanging out in this apartment that I just had to, that was like literally sitting there for like three minutes, just like looking at everyone like, oh my God, like we're in like our third third year of college and we're almost at our senior year and it's so overwhelming. But I'm doing well otherwise. Um, (laughs) the Dunkin' Mango Pineapple Refreshers are pretty good. As someone who can't drink coffee, <laughs> they're enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah, doing well. How are you, Brayden? Um, I also elected for a Dunkin' Mango uh, pineapple refresher today just to try it. It doesn't. It's it's what the weather required today. It's mm-hmm. like a very nice day out, so like I needed it. Yeah. Um, I'm medium excited for formal, most because I really wanted a new suit. Could not afford a new suit because um, I was like, okay, I can either buy it for this silly little event or like wait and just like a year and like actually invest in a nice suit for like senior ball and things like that yeah um because no, suits are fucking expensive they really are and if you're gonna buy a new one you might as well go all in and get like new one and then get it tailored and then mm-hmm. then that tailoring might not fit next year when we actually need to wear formal stuff for like a shit ton of events exactly and so I will just be wearing my black suit that I just wear anytime I have a formal occasion. <laughs> it's a good um, one. It's a good it's a one. Good, I do like it's it. From my junior prom, Aww. still fits fine. The shoulders are a little small. This is but. like our junior prom. 
We're juniors. We are juniors. <laughs> no, it literally, at the changeover meeting. Event. At the changeover meeting yesterday for MTA, I was like, I'm Eve, I'm a rising senior. <laughs> like, no, oh, not true. Not possible. It's literally not possible. I guess this is the place to say this. I was listening to The Lightning Thief the other day. Um, <laughs> and I was listening to Bring on the Monsters, and then it was like, I'll be back next summer, you'll see me again. And I started crying because I was like, one more summer, and then back, and then life, and then bring on the monsters. Like, just like that idea, that song makes me, like, very, like, it's such a, no, gro- it's so good. It's, it's such so a good. growing up it's song. That it I'm, is. Like, I've been in a very, like, oh, grown, grown, uh, mood today. Not today, but, like, this past, like, yeah. like, you've been saying, like, very introspective lately, and that's, like, yeah. oh, it's time to look at. Also, I'm putting together my, I mean, no one knows this. But I'm putting together my end of semester scroll. If anyone's familiar with the app scroll that you can like, I make love multiple that. like posts that like all like bleed together. I'm making one for my own like personal life and I one for the M- one for the, the student theater association. <laughs> and making both of them at the same time. I'm like, oh my god, what a wonderful semester. We did so much. But it's so sad. It Anyways. was a really it's been a very good semester. Anyways, uh <laughs> Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. Yes. Uh, this week we will be discussing The Mark of Athena, chapters 5 through 8, through the theme of revenge. Yeah. Really? Slay. <laughs> Brayden fully made these, and they're like, huh. Well, the thing is, like, I schedule out these episodes so far in advance that yeah. I don't, I kind of, in theory... We look at the theme before we read the chapters mm-hmm. and, like, Naturally. are prepared. Um, <laughs> um, Ava, uh-huh. your turn. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Because um, I just know it's going to be bad. Well, what you want to do isn't, isn't necessarily, necessarily what, what you're, you're going to do. do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't jump guns, bitch. I am the boom boom gun. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Gia Gun. Yeah. For the, the, we make a lot of drag race references we on do. this podcast yeah. for a podcast that is not about drag race. Yeah. yeah. Mini series. <laughs> Mini series where we just film us watching drag race in the common room on Fridays. Literally. Warning to headphone users. We scream a lot during this. We, we do. Um, you're Betty. I believe As so. As you'll ever be. As I'll ever be. Uh, then go. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, they're all reckoning with the shit that happened at the end of chapter four. Um, they're on, they get on the boat at some point, and, um, they, um, basically, Coach Hedge is there, and then it's, like, they're all, like, having dinner together and, like, all, like, talking and meeting, and it's crazy. Um, and it's, like, the Sevener, and, the, and then there's Prophecy, and, um, then they run into Nemesis, which is crazy, because for a while, like, Dionysus slash Bacchus is there, and then... Um, he's like, oh, fuck, there's a trick being pulled, and he disappears. Oh, just kidding, those are in the other chapters. Um, but, okay, 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 uh, uh, Echo is a real one, uh-huh. and Narcissus stays looking at himself, and there are nymphs, and they start standing Leo. Pretty cool. I mean, I... I you definitely summarized part of the book. 
I knew it was gonna be really bad. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay because as much as I like, there's really nothing much to say more about like the first two chapters besides they reckon with what Leo did back there. Yeah, like that's it like pretty much slow. all that they do, and then it gets it picks up wildly fast. I just, like, <laughs> like, like that. I feel like the narcissus stuff is for is the other two chapters. And then it's like so much shit happens in the next four after that. Mm. Yes. And so it's just. The narcissist stuff is interesting because the entire time I was. I mean, Brayden hasn't officially segued us into the. Go what ahead. are our favorite moments? But I'm just going to start talking. Team Leo. <laughs> Team. Oh, that is something. I love Leo. I'm so happy he's back in the reins. He's like. Leo. He was the best part about The Lost Hero, and that's saying a lot is like not much is good on that. No, I agree. But, but like his narration is always so funny. I love him. I'm glad that we get a little more time with him before he is basically right now at the stage. But I won't say anything else about that. No. Um, That's so sad. It's interesting because these chapters are kind of like controversial chapters. Like yeah. some people hate Leo. I know. And some people love Leo. I am and a it's love because Leo. of these chapters. I know. I am a love Leo. Because these chapters were very interesting but quite random. Like, I remember first reading this book and being like, what? Why are we here? Like, I don't... Like, why is... Uh-huh. Why is this happening? Like, why did they leave? I don't know. It was kind of random. But, like, it, it makes sense, like, as you read more. But, like... Yeah. It, it is sort of just, like, thrown in there and you don't really get context for it. You're just like, all of a sudden, Leo C and his aunt and now they're <laughs> fighting this. And you're like, uh, what? Um, yeah. But it's in, they're interesting chapters that pose interesting moral dilemmas. Which I like. Team Leo. Team Leo. Uh, yeah. Before we keep going into that, songs. You're so right. Songs. I just, I'm so obsessed with Echo. Um, I will go first. Mine is kind of a meme song, but they're kind of meme chapters. Yeah, okay. Um, my song is, it's getting hot in here by Nelly. Please. Oh my um, lord. It just feels right. You know. No, you it, don't need to say anything yeah. else. Yeah. You got it. That's fair. Uh, um, mine is a song that I found on the alternative charts randomly. Um, uh, and it's called Cruel World by Anna Sophia. And I really like it. The lyrics like kind of pertain to the chapters. It's a lot about like greed and selfishness and it's also just a really good song and I've been walking around campus like I'm the main character in a movie to it over the past couple weeks. Of course. So I would highly suggest as <laughs> actually Brayden drove past me twice on our on my walk over to this apartment um, trying to get my attention to go to Dunkin' Donuts and I was not paying attention because I was listening to this song and pretending I was in a movie. And then on the third time he finally was like he finally drove directly in it front of me. over her. Yeah, almost directly in front of me and had no choice. She's <laughs> walking around with her noise canceling headphones and sunglasses in the most dangerous way. <laughs> that is very dangerous. She could get kidnapped at any time, very Guys, easily. I literally, and like, like two of our friends who are in our acapella group were driving to rehearsal and apparently saw me on the circle and like waved to me and, I, and they were like, "You didn't notice?" And I was like, "Girl, I'm sorry. I, it's a bad habit that I wish I could quit that I've had since freshman year." Of just walking around. I spent good money on those headphones and they're getting used. I was And, that. <laughs> like, acting like I'm in a movie. My problem is I do the same thing, but I have, like, I have earbuds that are, they're not AirPods. 
they're just like off-brand like earbuds. Yeah. Go wireless earbuds, but they don't. No one ever knows that I have them in, mm-hmm. and so people start talking to me. I do, and that. I can't hear them. <laughs> And then I, like, have to either pretend that I heard them and, like, fake an answer or just, like, that I'd be like, oh, sorry, I wasn't listening at all. I, I talked to you with those in some time. Like, I remember we were in the dining hall the other day and... Yeah, particularly I, with you, I just pretend that I heard. I know. Um, <laughs> and then I... I well, I'm just better at inf- inferring what you what you said. Yeah. <laughs> but I said something and I was like, I made some comment about the day and you just smiled at me and kept walking. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's what I do. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, at least my headphones make it very clear why I'm not listening. No. I have, um... I got knockoff AirPods. I call them AirBuds. Um, they were, like, $30 on Amazon. They look exactly like AirPods. It's crazy. Um, and so, like, I'll have them in walking around, but sometimes they'll just stop working randomly because they're knockoffs. Um... And so who knows if I'll be able to hear you. If they're if it's on a day that they're working, probably not. If it's on a day that they're not, sorry. Who knows? No, I, pa- I passed a group of my friends the other day, and um, I was like, I waved and then passed, and then I heard someone say something to me, and I turned around and just went, uh, my, <laughs> my meeting with Nigel started a minute ago. Bye. <laughs> I don't know if that was an appropriate response. It was true. Actually, I was late to my meeting with a professor. But, um... Maybe not the most appropriate response to whatever was said to you. But it doesn't matter. We will get Nigel on this podcast, though. Oh, my God. Literally, please beg them. I'll do anything. Um, That would be fun. What was your song, Ava? Oh, um, my song is a little funny. Um, it's about my sister. Lizzo funny. I chose no. <laughs> I chose good as hell by Lizzo because I feel like my sisters <laughs> would think that about mirror, it. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Yep, literally. Do you want the just Lizzo version or the Liz- or the Lizzo and Ari version? Just Lizzo. It's like there was a right choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep it clean. No offense. <laughs> keep it clean, girl. You're gonna have stands coming after you. Over I, I like Ariana. I just you know. Ariana. <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, Ava, what was your favorite moment, I guess? Because Neve already said hers. Um, I'll just exit then. I'll yeah. the room. Keep um, my favorite moment was... I, I just really enjoy Echo. I really mm. do. She's such a sweetie. And, like, I, I don't know, rights for her. Because, like, this is... Okay, so... I think I've mentioned this before. This is such a tangent. I think I mentioned this before. Um, But if I were to be any, like, like, okay. I think I grew up to be the dog from Martha Speaks. Like, I am her. Like, I'm her. You've definitely mentioned this You've mentioned this so many times on the podcast. It's so funny. So I'm her. You're making it incredibly clear who you are. Right. But, okay. But then there was this one episode about mythology that, like, really stuck in my brain. Um, like, I remember it. And one of the myths that they did was, like, the myth of Echo. And she was Echo. And I was like, this annoying little bitch, like, just repeats what everybody else says. Like, she's, like, she, wow, she must have been really fucking annoying for her to, whatever. And, and are you going to say that's what you grew up to be? Well, yes, I know. <laughs> but, but, but reading this, I was like... She, like, she's actually not annoying. She's such a little sweetie, and she probably didn't deserve that fate. Um, 
And so I now have this, like, newfound love and respect for Echo. Um, because Rick just wrote her in such, like, a gentle, kind way. Um, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's also interesting, the repeating thing, in just, like, a lens of, like, we're all just repeating things we heard before. Oh, yeah. We're just products of the world around us. Oh, and my God. So we're, <laughs> we're like, re- refractions and reflections of yes. the things that we've encountered in our lives. I like it, though. You know, I, the idea, like, I think about this a lot in, like, choreography. Like, we're all just kind of, like, a little quilt of, like, all the people we've ever respected. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. I love that. I think that's cool. And so the repetition makes sense for that. Yeah. Also, these chapters are the first... Well, not the first usage, because, like, the entire existence of Hazel is the first usage. But, um, the first usage outside of a main character of the, like, device... I don't think that's the word for it, but, like, the plot device that Rick has made that of the Doors of Death opening. And I was rereading it, and, like, this is not something you notice when you're 11 and you're reading this. Or it wasn't 11. I was, like, 13. When you're 13 and you're reading this, you don't notice, like, that is, like, was such a good long-term payoff plot moment to have the Doors of Death open, so then they can just throw in random characters and be like, they undied when the Doors of Death opened. And it's, like, so true. Like, I don't... I agree with with your point. Yes. You are incorrect, though, because it has happened in both the past books. Where did it happen? Medea. Oh, I thought she was just alive. No, Medea was brought back, um, and, uh... Guy with the harpies. Uh, yes, a p- poor. N- no. Nigella's. Uh, that's no, not it. That's, that's not a it. name that's of a, a different guy. That's the name of a dining hall <laughs> in our dining hall. No, Nigella's. No, Nigella's. I know, but that just sounds okay. like it. Um, making a ha ha. No, who, Phineas. No, Phineas he was Medea. not brought back from the Med- dead. Yes, Phineas, Medea, Midas. Midas was brought. I knew Midas. Um, That's true. But I didn't know the other two. I thought they were just still living. No. It's so funny that you said Nigel's because Phineas Nigel's from Harry Potter. I think that's that's how I got there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought that you were just living. Well, it's a really interesting question. <laughs> just I agree. I, I agree with the point. I agree like, with the point, though. Percy- I just didn't want our audience to read you, so I wanted to... Thanks. In all the <laughs> other Percy Jackson books, like, they were just living. Yeah. Just living. Because everyone else has been, like, monsters or gods. And then we have or just somewhere in between. people. <laughs> just dudes. It do be people. Just dudes being dudes. <laughs> <laughs> just narcissus being narcissus. thought it was kind of random though like based on what yeah, we what were talking about before it was yeah. like why this story now because yeah. you know, why this boy now <laughs> because also part of his curse was initially like he couldn't get up if he tried and then he like got up and started walking and i was like okay <laughs> like there are different versions of myths for sure but it was just like something i did not yeah expect. that's a good point it was, like why the biggest thing is like why was it helpful for gia to bring him back i don't know Oh, I took it as, like, some people just wandered through. Okay. <laughs> you know? Like, like some people were just, like, vibing, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh my god, like, I'm living again. Yeah. I don't think that everyone was brought back for a living. reason. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Also, I guess, just to start that tracks. chaos. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> yeah, also chaos. That's true. Just to like let I mean, people, maybe she had like a long-term goal and knew that they would eventually at some point need celestial bronze 
and decided to hide <laughs> a specific <laughs> thing of celestial bronze with this strange myth that would make it, like, only, let's be real, lightly difficult for them to get the bronze. <laughs> Like, like, given, like, the amount of power that all the seven of them have, they even the really like, quickly kill it's him. not yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, what, like, eight nymphs and one dude who had, like, arrows that didn't work anymore? Yeah. It just, it was And not. the only reason it's hard for them to get it is they're, like, taking a pacifist approach. Yeah. They're, like, let's distract they and, They could have like, gone in there and just murked them all and, like... <laughs> You know, like, it would have been very easy to approach it that way. Yeah. They didn't. And I respect that. Mm. Yeah. I agree. But, like, the morality of killing people gets very cloudy when they don't actually die. That's true. Mm. Speaking of dying, Nico has a random little shout out in this moment. Who does? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Nico. Oh, Nico, yeah. That's true. Because, like, he's going to die in six days. Which I totally forgot about happening. <laughs> Things that we forgot, taking it back to the old structure. But I totally forgot that was, like, mentioned in this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> I read it, was like, oh. How <laughs> fucking short of a time span this, yeah. these books take place Me across. Too. They have really packed days. And that boat, <laughs> that boat flies so fast. <laughs> Oh my god. Sometimes I forgot they were on a boat. I was like, this feels like normal life. Like, they're not... I don't know. Life on... You heard it here first, guys. Life on boats is not Not normal. normal. I I thought they were just vibing on the ground. (laughs) Life on boats. Please. I I didn't get very much sleep. (laughs) Denormalize life on boats? No, I love... No, I agree. Ooh. I don't. My sister's afraid of them, yeah. which is hilarious because I grew up on the beach. <laughs> I could deal with a flying boat. I would vibe with the Argo 2 when it's in air. I love boats. On land? Don't you have a fear of heights? Or on... So here's the thing. <laughs> yes. And I like planes. Okay. Planes are the only thing I'm fine with heights. That's... Why? I don't know. Uh. Fair, mm. nothing ever has to be, I mean, not everything has to be rational. Yeah, too. Nothing but it's like, <laughs> nothing ever has to be rational. <laughs> but like, Operate an anarchy. <laughs> roller coasters, tall buildings, elevators, those are all very real heights. Airplane just kind of, you enter airplane and then you end up a different place. <laughs> <laughs> airplane, Could you sit at a window seat? Yeah. I should prefer to sit on the window seat. That makes sense for you. Maybe it's just, like, it's just so intensely high that you're just, like, well... It, like, it bypasses the fears. It's, like, I mean, <laughs> there, are, there are two results here. I either get there or I'm dead. There's no in-between. Yeah, there's no saving. There's yeah. just, like, yeah. Uh-huh. That, okay. Also, like, planes are so much faster. It's, like, take three-hour plane, fast. drive for three days. Like, those are the two it's options. It's also, when you're yeah. in a plane, you feel like you're in purgatory. Yes. Liminal space. It is. I love planes. I love airport. Is definitely a liminal space. Airplanes. Airports so much. I love. I love that we're talking about this, and I love airports. I love airports. Love airports. They are so fun. They're like little models, but you also get on big machines. And you get to like walk around like you're important with your rolly suitcase. I have places to be. I I have places to be. You, like, they're so random. Like, you get to sit in the back of, like, a 
tacos and salad place in one of the Boston airports and completely disassociate and no one cares. Airport yes, Starbucks. <gasps> yes. Walking yeah. around, showing your little passport, being like, yes, I'm a real person. Or I love it. Yeah. No, I and love it. I have no reason to love places, it. places, you like get different things. Like the Chicago airport has like a malt shop. And when when uh, you're in Canada, you're talking about O'Hare. You get Tim, yes, okay. you get Tim Hortons. O'Hare is my favorite airport. O'Hare is amazing. And here is why. <laughs> um, airport podcast made by us. No, I love O'Hare. Oh, there. See, there are two Chicago airports. O'Hare is the one that has the moving sidewalks. Correct. Yes. Yes. That's yes. the one I've been to. Right? I just wanted. I didn't want to like falsify myself. But yes, O'Hare is my favorite airport. I love the moving sidewalks. Yeah. They're yeah. incredible. I'm also a fan of Denver. That one's the one that's like. Cursed. I've not been to Denver Airport. I've Is not been to Colorado. Oh, that that's going to require a different conversation outside of this podcast because it would get so long. But apparently, Denver Airport has like bad energy. Really? Well, I like well, like I, in an interesting way. Like no one's died or anything. It's just apparently like was like built weird uh, and like has like strange symbols in it. Oh my god! What the fuck? Well, it's I was so only there for a layover once, and I had fun. <laughs> It's also a conspiracy theory, and all of those are crazy, so it might be fake. That's but. Detroit is also nice. I even like Newark. That's a that's going to be a crazy opinion to some people who listen to this who mm-hmm. understand Newark Airport. You would like Newark. That's a crazy opinion to people who don't understand Newark Airport either. Like, <laughs> it's not even that bad of an airport. They redid it recently, and it's like pretty good. Yeah, LaGuardia is hell, though. I've been to that one. I've never been to LaGuardia. It's I'm bad. a fan of BWI. Should we move on? Oh, yeah, let's take a break and then we'll come back to talk about the theme <laughs> of airports. Of airports. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're back. Airports. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite airport food. No, is... Starbies. But anyway, no, I was gonna say no, the Star. Okay, I know we'll get get back to first Jackson in a second. But Starbucks in airports <gasps> better, better. It is better. Speaking of Starbucks, though, just to like quickly plan the rest of our day, um, <laughs> I need to go use my stars. I don't know. if... I think I mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah, that I was on a journey to four hundred stars. Oh, did you get it? Over Easter break, I have now 411 stars, so I need to go get my free fucking tumbler because they owe me a $30 cup, and I'm so excited about it. Did I spend, like, well over $100? It doesn't matter. I get a free $30 cup, and when I spent that money, I also got Starbucks, so it was yeah. fine. But I'm very proud of myself, and I need my $30 It's a win-win. 
It's an expensive $30 cup, though. Yeah. And I need to go to, like, I was going to get one at home. cost your soul. I was going to get one at home, but I need a store with a lot of options. My home Starbucks just didn't have a lot of options in tumblers, and I need to go to one that has, like, one of the full, like, shelves. I need, if I'm going to buy this, it needs to look nice. Also, Drew got one recently because he reached 400 stars before me, and it looks really good. And I need to get a better one than his. Let's move on. Um, all right, our theme this week is revenge. Her. Where did we see revenge in these chapters? Well, Nemesis. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah. A revenge. Um, she. I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry. I'm so. I so have sorry. such a feeling about what you're about to say. Oh, the no, way she was described. Milf. She's a milf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. You hear it here first, folks. Uh, Return to Camp Half-Blood has gone on record calling Nemesis a milk. <laughs> Honestly, and I'm going to say, Return to Camp Half-Blood, because I support it. I agree. Really? Yes. So majority good. rules. Yes, majority rules. Me. Milf majority. Fuck Straight you. woman gets no say in in who and is in is not milf. I'm adding her to my Also, I'm gonna argue as a straight woman. Straight woman gets no say in pretty much anything person Jackson related. <laughs> I feel like that is just the reality. Yeah, Look at Neve okay. recognizing her positionality. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, what was her name? Nemesis. She's put, going on my milfopedia. Can we read out the Milfopedia on the yes. podcast? I also have a Milfopedia. Do we want that one first? No. Okay. Just the Milfs. <laughs> just the Milfs for today. I understand. Okay. Well, there are 23 of them. <laughs> <laughs> this list has grown exponentially since the last time. No, this episode's going to be so long. <laughs> well, the next one can be short. It's okay. Um, number one, Scarlet Fox from Temple Run. Um, number two. From the mobile people? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. She just put in a book character. So, for those in a chapter. <laughs> She's well. um, oh my god. Number two, President Omicorn from The Hunger Games. Fight me and die. I'll literally kill you. She is the blueprint of a MILF. Um, number three, Julianne Moore in general. <laughs> number four, Kate Blanchett in general. Number five, Kylie Stoney from RuPaul's Drag Race. Number six, Michelle Visage. Um, number seven, Kenya Moore from Dancing with the Stars. Number eight, Ella Day, the drag queen on, on Drag Race UK. Number nine, Julian Anderson in general. Number 10, Dana Scully. Um, number 11, the woman outside of a building that it basically, it turned into a joke where it's like a bunch of people were like, haha, like put that random person on your MILF list It's and put the date and time. And I was like, okay. And so I felt pressure to do it. Anyway. Um, was that us? Did we do that? I believe so. Um, the, sounds like something we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just have this one woman that I don't know on here. Um, <laughs> Faye from Drag Race UK. I don't remember who she is. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge in Best in Show. Um, the Wasp. The Wasp is such... Okay. That makes sense for you. Yeah, I know. Um, Maria Cornejo. Um, Joan Wait, Jett. sorry. This is such an important question. Which Wasp? The, like, the Ant-Man and the Wasp. There are two Ant-Mans and two Wasps. You're talking about Michelle Pfeiffer? Oh, or? no, sorry. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, whatever. It's not, what is it? Uh, Lily, Evangeline. Evangeline Lily, yes. I was like, Linda Evangelista. No. (laughs) Evangeline Lily. I haven't seen Michelle Pfeiffer as the Wasp. Um, You didn't see, you, yes. In Ant-Man and the Wasp. Do you not watch Ant-Man and the Wasp? You shouldn't. I I guess I don't remember it. 
Because they save they save her mom. Oh, they do save her Michelle mom. Pfeiffer. Oh, oh, I guess I didn't process that. I just consider she looks a lot older now. Yeah, she does. Because she is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> time number time sixteen, Joan Jett. Number seventeen, Regina Mills from Once Upon a Time. Number eighteen, Fricka from Thor. I think that's Thor's mom. Thor's mom. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Has got it going on. Anyway. Um, number 19, Aunt May from Spider-Man, and I'll die on that hill. Um, oh, Marissa Tomeo. Yeah. Um, Tomei. I don't know. Keep going. Okay. Um, Hello from Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> number 21. Um, Hannah Merritt's mother from Pretty Little Liars. Every woman in this Hannah year. Merritt's mother from Pretty Little Why did we stop watching Pretty Little Liars? I don't know. We can, we, can we start it again? Number, I love Pretty Little Liars. Number 22. My area of expertise. Cassie's mom from Euphoria. <laughs> and 23, Nemesis. Thank you, everyone. It's funny. Well, Our listeners you. are finding out a lot about us yeah. today. If you have any suggestions, listeners. I have, have you... <laughs> Have you never watched any of the Batman Batman movies? I've only watched um, Robert Pattinson. Batman. Oh yes, and that was great. Um, no Mills there. No Mills there. No Mills there. Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz. <laughs> yeah, um, but different Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. That's Mill. Look it up. Okay. You'll Jesus know. Christ. Um, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, Nemesis is here, and she talks about revenge because she's the goddess of revenge. Um, yep. You were making a point about it before we got derailed, I think. I was? I thought you were. I mean, it probably wasn't... I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> um, it probably wasn't intelligent. But I think that... I think what I was talking about was that... Other, I think it was just her existence. And her moment in this makes the Narcissus thing even more random. Yeah. Like, what... What is she doing? Like, I don't know what her... I was literally doing backflips in my mind while reading this this morning, trying to figure out what the connection between her moment and that entire thing was. Mm. And I was like, is it that... I don't know. Is it that both of the people in... Is it that both Echo and Narcissus got revenge, like, were, got their comeuppance, and now they're cursed, and that was revenge? Or, I don't know. I was literally doing gymnastics, trying to figure out what the combination of those two stories was, and I could not figure it out. I agree, because it's like, it's not really revenge, like, it's, they get punished, but like... But they did do something... To deserve it, but not to the degree that their punishment was? I mean, that's all what the gods be doing, though. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if it was trying to point that Th- out. That when revenge is taken too far, like... Yeah, but then I felt like a lot of the theme was, like, talking about Echo and her trying to save someone who couldn't be saved. Yeah, which that's has what I thought nothing was nothing to do with revenge. Nothing to do with revenge, but the more poignant story is yeah. that, like, her story is so tragic is that... She's doing everything. She's got, like, a second chance at life, and they both got a second chance at life, and she's spending it trying to save someone who can't be saved. And, like, that's a interesting story, but not at all to do with revenge. It's so sad. We all got a friend like that, though. Yeah. 
I can fix. She she is the I can fix him. <laughs> she 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 is the I can fix him girl. She and is. And she can't. And she can't. Oh, that's true. It's really sad. I love. She deserves better. She does. Like, but that has nothing to do with better. revenge. So why the hell was? I don't, I don't know. know. And it did. And like, Leo's plotline doesn't have anything to do with revenge. Mm. I thought that I, Nemesis, I mean, it does, but let, it, I thought that Nemesis brought up interesting stuff in Leo's backstory about revenge and Hazel that like a yes. lot they've both been through like that. really intense things and haven't lashed out at people yet, and Leo just was like forced to do something wrong. Yeah, you know, like I think that there was like there's definitely revenge aspects in both of their plot lines. Do I think that it was just sort of like vaguely mentioned in these chapters and then? Uh, Topic switch completely? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, because it's... I think it places a lens onto it that isn't necessarily, like, there. Like, I would not be apt to highlight that, like, Leo or Hazel's story or any of their stories is about getting revenge on Gia. And, like, Leo's story kind of is that because Gia killed his... They both... Gia killed both their mothers. Yes. Yeah. But... Gia's clearly doing something to mess with Leo at the current moment. Mm-hmm. And Hera has also done something wrong to Leo. And that's the form that Nemesis, like, presented herself to Leo in, is the form that Hera did to, wrong to him mm-hmm. with his aunt, you yeah. know? So there is definitely something in Leo's plotline of, like, Gia's trying to convince Leo, like, get revenge on Hera. But it doesn't, because Gia also did a bad thing so why would he be swayed I guess because she's like a goddess and shit but like it's just you know what I mean that like that is definitely something in Leo's plotline at the current moment of Gia trying to convince Leo to get revenge on Hera but that was never expanded on in the next couple chapters where they were just sent on a random side quest with an interesting story but not at all what they were like talking about (laughs) so this chapter is very much like the there are a lot of side quests in mm. all of these. These um, very it's very video game like in that way. That's like oh, and now we go here. Oh, in order to to move on to the next city, you have to collect the bronze and the tar. Yeah, and you gotta meet some randos that are in a really tragic story. NPCs, yeah. literally. Yeah, NFTs. <laughs> But that's really my only points about revenge. I think because it's because I was like, how did this connect? And it's I, just confusing. Like I see how Leo definitely Hazel. I don't. I guess like, Hera I guess. did something messed up to Hazel with. No, she didn't though. Hera had nothing to do with Hazel. No. People just like on her dad. On her yeah, but like. Yeah. Gia has done much more messed up things to these kids, so it's like yeah. why. Is this revenge plotline trying to be pushed against Hera when Gia has done tenfold? I don't know. Yeah. That's my only thoughts. Nar. Sass moments? Yeah. Actually, I took a picture of mine. <laughs> so I wouldn't forget it. Um, do you have it then? Or? Yeah. Okay. I do. Um, <laughs> so, funny. Okay. Um, finally, Leo emerged from the engine room. He was caked in sweat, lime dust, and tar. His t-shirt looked like it had been caught in an escalator and chewed to shreds. The Team Leo on his chest now read, 
am Leo. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is. Um, mine is, apparently Narcissus wasn't completely stupid. Realization dawned on his face. He turned back to the pond. The bronze mirror is gone. My reflection. Give it back to me. Team Leo! One of the nymphs squeaked, but the others returned their attention to Narcissus. I love this. She comes up again. <laughs> she comes up again. Like, it's a callback. Yeah, I love her. She's, team Leo? <laughs> she's stupid. I love her. She's so funny. Um, mine's towards the beginning. Uh, it's, um... Like, Leo, they're, like, he's left alone with Frank while they go to deal with Jason. And Frank says, so, your name isn't Sammy? Leo scowled. What kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Frank said quickly. I just find it so funny that Frank, of all people, would be like, you Sammy? <laughs> like, what kind of question is that? Also, I had a second one that Leo said, but it was similar to the one that I did last week. Because he just is so open and brazen about being crazy. It was like, <laughs> yeah. like, what in the world are you thinking? Hazel sounded pretty flustered. I try not to think, Leo admitted. It interferes with being nuts. <laughs> I just really love that he's just like, he is I crazy. am insane. <laughs> he is he's free. crazy, but he is he's free. free. Exactly. Alright, who are we giving offerings for this week? Echo. Echo the house on boots. I'll let go of that. <laughs> that was good. Okay. I don't know if I should be different. I'm getting really intense stares. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be different. But you can be different. You can. No, because I, it, my only other choice is to Leo, and he's going to have time. So I'll give it to Echo as well. You sure? Yeah, because Leo's... Leo's got time in this book. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And he is successful at the end of this chapter, and yeah. Echo is not. And yeah. Sad. Very sad. Poor Coral. Um, who do we vote off? Girl, who to choose? Um, <laughs> no, I'm not as sure about this one. I'm gonna go with the nymphs who are mean to Leo or to to Echo. T. Yeah, me too. And there's also Narcissus. I'm gonna go I'm with gonna Narcissus go, yeah. because it's just like I, I know he's cursed. Spread the love. The <laughs> hair, spread the hate. Spread the hate. <laughs> always, always spread it. I know he's cursed, but something tells me that he wasn't cool before curse. No. Yeah. It's like sure you're cursed. Get over yourself. <laughs> I know that you're cursed, but, like, but like just get over yourself. yourself. How about cope? No, but truly. Alrighty, folks. That is all for this week. Yas. Join us next week where we'll be discussing... Discussing chapters 9 through 12 through the theme of masculinity. <laughs> I will just burp follow us on all of our social media accounts we are at return to camp on every platform that matters and we also have a coffee account and a friend the store and a website return to camp.com see you next week bye <laughs> <laughs>